opening chapters of the Bible are the seedbed for the truth found throughout the rest of Scripture. As we study the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we will discover principles that can guide us as we seek to have a new beginning with God. Are you in need of a spiritual reset? Good news. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Let's join Scott Pauley now. Let me begin today with a testimony. I hate snakes, absolutely hate them. As far as I'm concerned, the only good snake is a dead snake. And there's always those people who really love them. They have their pet snakes and all of that. Recently, I saw a video of a man playing with a snake and uh, thought he had it under control and the snake bit him. And I've always thought to myself, you know, I just, I don't even want to play around with them. I understand they have their purpose, and God did create them. Uh, but there is something in most people uh, that say, I, I want to try to get as far away from the snakes as possible. I think that goes back to Genesis chapter number 3, because the serpent, the snake, was uh, the first thing used here on earth that Satan channeled himself through. Uh, it wasn't the snake talking. Uh, the devil was speaking through that serpent for a reason, which we'll find in just a moment. We're in the book of Genesis, chapter number 3, but it might interest you to know that when you come to the end of your Bible, to Revelation chapter 12 and Revelation chapter 20, two different times Satan is called that old serpent. Isn't that interesting? Still called at the very end, that old serpent, the devil. Well, where does that begin? Here we are, Genesis 3, verse 1. Now, the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Now we know the rest of the story, because in the very next verse, the woman takes, eats of the fruit, gives it to Adam, and all of humanity is plunged into the darkness of rebellion and sin. And the serpent, Satan, is not mentioned again until later in the chapter when God is bringing the judgment and the curse. So isn't it interesting, the serpent slithers up, speaks, and then fades into the background. You know, that's what the tempter always does. He really is sneaky. Uh, we're, we're not ignorant of his devices, the Bible says. Uh, the wiles of the devil. He knows what to do. He knows how to appear, how to present things, what to say, what not to say. He studies the weakness of man and capitalizes on that. Uh, he's the roaring lion, too. The Bible says that he's a roaring lion that walks about seeking whom he may devour, uh, but the roaring lion part, that refers to the result. It is the subtle serpent, the first picture that we see of Satan's work in Genesis chapter 3 that shows us the front end, the beautiful part, uh, the wily way that he comes to man and makes subtle su suggestions. So what can we learn about that old serpent? L let me ask first, why should we? Because we don't want to be ignorant of our enemy. Some things never change. The way he approached Eve is still the way he works today. So we need to understand how he operates. 
I'll walk through the verses again. In verse number one, the Bible says, The serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Satan often will use good things uh, to get you to do bad things. Any snake will do, but he will very frequently choose one that appeals to you, that is beautiful to you, not some ugly thing. Uh, I think perhaps uh, that this serpent was one of the most beautiful of all of the created beings dwelling in that garden. Obviously, Eve was not afraid of the serpent at this point. She didn't pull away as we very often would now. And so be on guard, be, be sober, be vigilant, uh, be wary because Satan is always looking for an entry point. And if I could just point out, it doesn't take much room for a snake to slither in. Just a crack in the door will do, and he's still looking for an entry point into your garden. A second thing I would tell you about the old serpent is not only is he subtle, but he always starts with the positive, not the negative. Did you notice the first word out of his mouth is yay? Yes. <laughs> not nay, yay. Oh, he always makes promises he can't keep. He always starts in a very positive way. He gives his best up front, and it's all downhill from there. Listen to me, friend. Uh, God's way often starts with a nay. Don't do this. Don't eat of that tree. But remember that his nays lead to yays. In other words, his thou shalt nots lead to the blessing, lead to all of the yeses and all of the good things God has for us. Satan is the exact opposite. His yeas lead to nays. He says yes, but in the end, it's no. He says it's good. In the end, it's evil. So be careful about the way he begins to present something to you. And then he, he quotes God. Isn't that interesting? Yea, hath God said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. He misquoted God. God said you could eat of every tree of the garden except for one. Satan's always accentuating exactly what he wants. He loves to pervert Scripture and corrupt truth. He'll even quote the Bible to you. He'll just quote part of it. Could I recommend that you not converse with the enemy? You can't outthink him and you can't outtalk him. You can't outreason him. Stop listening to him. And so we have something else interesting here, the first question mark in history. The first question mark recorded in Scripture didn't come from God, didn't come from man. Many questions would grow out of this one, but the first question mark began with Satan. What does that old serpent do? He brings doubt, just a subtle hint of doubt. Everything reproduces after its own kind. Oh, God is a God of periods and exclamation points, a God of certainty and clarity. What does Satan bring? He brings confusion and chaos. Uh, he brings uncertainty. And so the woman begins this conversation. And she says, we can eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree in the midst of the garden. Remember, that was actually incorrect location. She says, God has said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Uh, there's no record that God said, don't touch it. He just said, don't eat of it. But she's adding something here. See, when you start taking away from what God says, pretty soon you start adding to what God says. I want you to know, you better be very careful about having a conversation with the tempter. He's leading you down a path. Verse number three, uh, after her conversation, the serpent speaks up, verse four, and says unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. And so what does he do? He moves from suggestion to outright denial. So now he, he shows himself. He's a liar and the father of it. God doth know, he says, and the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Hasn't that been Satan's number one promise through all of history? Enlightenment. Even today, people won't talk about, I was enlightened. Satan can't bring light. He can only bring darkness. And in fact, he's 
showing that your eyes would be opened. In fact, it was going to close them off from what they really needed to see and know. He said, you'll be as gods. No, they would be separated from God because of their sin. He said, you would know good and evil. No, you already know good. Now you're going to only know evil. See, Satan's lie and man's delusion has always been in separating wisdom from God. It's impossible to do that. I want to say to you today, that old serpent is still slithering around the garden. He's, he's looking for an entry point into your family. He's looking for a way to bring division in your church. He's looking for a way to get your mind away from what God said and what God desires for you and the wisdom of the Lord. Stop listening to the old serpent. Stop entertaining what it is he's presenting. Whatever it is, in the last days, let's return to these first principles. As we approach Revelation, remember Satan's still that old serpent, the devil. And in the end, he makes promises. Promises, 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 promises he cannot keep. The only promise you can be sure of if you follow Satan's way is the soul that sinneth, it will die. No matter where you are or what you've done, you can have a new beginning with the Lord. A great way to experience this new beginning is to have a fresh start in your devotional life. We encourage you to get into God's Word. On our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find a wide variety of devotional plans from which to choose. We hope they're a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today, and may God help you to enjoy the journey.